0: We can take some of that workload off of those frontline caregivers through increased use of technology is going to build us a better health care system for tomorrow and a better way to take care of our patients.
1: Hi, I'm Marianne Boer with HIMSS. In this episode, we're sitting down with Joel Ray, CNO and Vice President of Patient Care Services for UNC-REx Healthcare. Today, we'll be talking about the current unparalleled nursing shortage And how care communication technology can help. Before we start, I want to say thank you to HillROM, now part of Baxter, for sponsoring this podcast. Now, Joel, thanks for joining us today. Could you please tell us a little bit about yourself, the UNC Rex health system, and your role there?
0: Well, thank you. It's uh, my pleasure to be a part of this discussion today. I am the vice president of patient care services and chief nursing officer at UNC Rex Healthcare in Raleigh. We're about 600 beds in our main tertiary facility in Raleigh, and we have a 50-bed community hospital in Holly Springs, as well as 200 beds of skilled nursing facilities. And I've been with the UNC system for about 14 years. And prior to that, I was in the Air Force Nurse Corps for 26 years. And so I've been in this nurse business for a long time, and I'm excited to have this conversation with you today.
1: Now, Joel, how significant is the nursing shortage across the country? And can you tell us how it's impacting your facility? Do you think that's typical for other facilities? And how have those metrics changed with the pandemic?
0: You know, we've been dealing with a nursing shortage in the United States and, and it's been well documented for over 20 years. There's a number of factors that contribute to it. Certainly we have an aging uh, population of Americans. One in five Americans are senior citizens and they're living longer with multiple comorbidities that are increasingly survival. That's certainly added to it. Now, nursing is exploding with new opportunities in terms of uh, the virtual world and, and involved in healthcare reform and, and bringing uh, faster, more affordable, more accessible care to our communities. And those roles, many of them are outside the hospital setting, and that is increasing that uh, shortage that we have. And then, of course, the Affordable Care Act has brought in a lot of uh, additional people, about 20 million Americans over the past few years that now have better access to care. So those are some of the drivers that we've been dealing with for a number of years. But the pandemic has really caused a complete new level of disruption. About 500,000 healthcare workers in all have left uh, healthcare since 2020. Uh, Almost half the nurses in the United States now report that they're at least somewhat likely to leave the uh, nursing profession uh, in the next couple of years. And 95% of hospitals are now seeing retention as a key strategic imperative. So certainly the pandemic has taken us to a new level of disruption. Here at Rex, um, Mm we were um, only experienced about a four percent vacancy rate uh, prior to the pandemic that um, was basically the amount of time that it takes to post a position and, and rehire it that was the the level of vacancy that we enjoyed certainly that has uh, risen for us as it's risen significantly uh, across the united states and many hospitals experiencing over a 20 percent vacancy rate and so those are some real challenges that we're experiencing in terms Terms of delivering health care. And then I think it's important to realize that when we think about the shortage that we're experiencing, it's not just inclusive of nurses. Many of our care partners are also experiencing shortages. Our um, nursing assistants, housekeeping nutrition food service respiratory therapy Um, the the workforce disruption there is almost are equal in some instances greater than what we're experiencing in nursing and when those care partners are short that work frequently falls on to nursing because they're the last bastions of um of safety and and care delivery for the patients because uh, of the 24/7 uh, nature of, of the nursing role so that um that's a, that is a high-level summary of just the profound impact that, that we're seeing from the pandemic and that has now lasted, you know, for more than two and a half years. And uh, that is beginning to have a really sustained uh, level of of impact on our total workforce.
1: Can you tell us some of the consequences of the shortage at your facilities? Are hospital-acquired conditions increasing, especially those most sensitive to nursing indicators?
0: Yes, you know, um, we are so very fortunate, Rex. We have an amazing team of nurses. And actually, during the pandemic, we had our joint commission and our magnet visits back to back. And, and did exceptionally well. We are, we're we a CMS five-star and LeapFrog A facility. But even so, um, we have experienced challenges with maintaining the level of clinical outcomes uh, that that we did pre-pandemic and pre some of these uh, challenges that we're having with staffing. And that is something that is now being seen across uh, across the country with hospital acquired in, uh, conditions, uh, CAUTIs, CLABSIs, uh, certainly falls with injuries. Those are uh, pieces that are um, clinical outcomes that are so, um, so manpower driven in terms of having the resources to ensure the proper care is being provided at all times. So we are beginning to see uh, some of that drop across the country and we're paying a lot of attention to it.
1: I see. Now, there are many causal factors to the shortage, but if you had to select one to be addressed immediately, what would that be?
0: The most overriding concern is just the fatigue level from a very um, high stress work environment that has been sustained now for uh, for about two and a half years. And in addition to um the COVID uh, volume of patients, there has been a really high volume of patients who we would call NOVID patients, those patients who delayed care because they were afraid to seek health care during uh, the pandemic and their conditions, their clinical conditions have worsened significantly. And so now they're coming in and they're very uh, critically ill. And so even though the pandemic is beginning to subside, we're seeing this uh, Continued high volume of patients, high acuity is continuing across many of our hospitals in the country. And then the other um, segment of that that I think is important to mention is as our society has felt so much angst and turmoil around the pandemic, around the vaccine, there has been an increase in the number of behavioral health patients. Uh, that are having to be cared for in non-psychiatric settings simply because there aren't enough beds available. And the general public, patients and visitors alike are uh, much more likely now to be, um, abusive, uh, and, um, whether that's verbal or physical abuse, we're just dealing with a lot more workplace violence now in our hospital settings, and that is a major factor that is uh, causing the continued strain on our nursing workforce.
1: Now, uh, where does technology come into play to help hospitals and caregivers alleviate the impact of the nursing shortage? And more specifically, what technology have you implemented at UNC that's been helpful?
0: Well, I think our partnership with technology is really important in terms of helping us build solutions. Um, our solutions are not going to be coming from very quickly in terms of just producing more uh, nurses. It's going to be how can we begin to close the gap of some of the workforce challenges through our partnership with technology. So, a lot of the things that we're doing is optimizing our um, our EMR through uh, for better decision support around falls. Who are those that are? Uh, the greatest risk and other deterioration indexes that, that we monitor, uh, ensuring that we have ease of use of data, bringing it, um, to the, Uh, the palm of the nurse who's out there caring for the patient and helping them to have the the data that they need to um, to care for their patients and make that smooth and seamless and integrated for them and then of course one of the things that we've been doing is adding smart beds uh, to our facilities and again everything that you integrate into the EHR you're taking that burden of that additional workload off that nurse uh, and and it simply just feeds into the record and helps to create um, a seamless picture uh, of the patient's condition.
1: Now Joel, what's next from a technology standpoint? What could you see UNC-REx exploring next in relation to easing the nursing shortage?
0: I think communication is one of our highest risks when you look and examine um, an issue where there's been a a patient outcome that was undesirable. uh, At some level, it seems like communication is always a a part of that situation. And so care team smartphone applications, really helping our teams to collaborate and pass uh, patient information um, uh, quickly and securely in the palm of uh, their hands. Medical device integration, uh, connecting our patient monitoring devices, uh, filtering uh, the most pertinent information and the most actionable information. Certainly, you know, alarm fatigue is a big issue. And so when we can hone that down to uh, what's important for our nurses to focus on, they're able to streamline and communicate that to all caregivers is, is super important. And then another piece of equipment that we all have in our hospitals, of course, is our nurse call systems that we rely on every day. Enhancing those to streamline patient requests and making that process more efficient, of, of course, is always important for all of us. And 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 then, you know, thinking futuristically, the ability to add some sort of FaceTime uh, communication between not only caregivers, but between nurses and their patients. I think that gives us the opportunity to not only streamline that important communication, but also pick up on the visual cues and verbal uh, communication that happens between caregivers and, and caregivers and their patients. And then related to that issue that we spoke about earlier of uh, the increase in workplace violence uh, in our hospitals that our nurses are dealing with at each day, I think importance of duress alarms that a nurse can press and and know that the security team is going to be there to keep them safe. Because if we're going to have a strong nursing workforce, they're going to have to feel safe at work. And so I think these types of technologies are going to be super important for us uh, as we continue to deal with the society that is is uh increasingly anxious and um that these types of workplace violence issues are occurring.
1: Now Joel, we've discussed the concerns with and the downside of the nursing shortage, but are there any kind of unintended benefits that have resulted from it?
0: Well, I certainly don't wanna be a Pollyanna, but I do think there are a number of good things that have come out of the nursing shortage. First off, I, and this pandemic, I think nursing continues to be the most trusted profession in the country. I think that has been the situation now for over over 20 years. And so uh, I think it continues to highlight the importance of nurses and the work that we do each day. I, I think we've seen an improvement in nursing salaries and that's been long needed and is certainly gonna attract more women and men into our profession. And then uh, I think our conversations with technology are so very important because that is the way that I think we're going to be able to close this gap um, with uh, solutions other than um, just more manpower uh, it's through that partnership that we can take some of that workload off of those frontline caregivers through uh, increased use of technology is going to build us a better healthcare system for tomorrow and a better way to take care of our patients
1: joel thank you so much for joining us today and for your insights and a special thanks to Hilram, now part of baxter for sponsoring this podcast have a fantastic rest of your day